listening to the smooth sound of RPGMP3.com. Dungeon on. surrounded by a rough sea. This is Esteren, a land shrouded in tradition, yet challenged by change. Even now, the faith of the temple seeks to eclipse the old ways, while the corrupt science of the giantist taints the natural purity of the landscape. But the old ways have not forgotten. They know how to fight back against those who have turned their backs upon tradition. Upon the roads of Esteran, mist and fog can turn even the shortest of journeys into an arduous ordeal. For who knows what horrors may lurk in the shadows of Esteran. And there we go. We're back, everyone. <laughs> Hooray! So, um, I'd like to start this um, session off by saying I have looked into alternatives. Uh, as you suggested, Alex, I've looked up um, methods of recording with um, uh, recording Skype with Audacity. And uh, I followed the instructions and the options required were options not available to me. So it must be something to do with the way my sound card set up. However, I went and checked the Skype MP3 player uh, recorder website to see if they'd made any adjustments in light of this new development. And the new version is currently in testing and will be released sometime soon. Um, and it will, um, it's not an application. It's a separate program that, you know, it's like an EXE or something. Instead, it will run completely separate and not need to be a part of Skype. So it'll be interesting to see how that works, if it works. Otherwise, this may be the last people hear from us in quite a long time. Uh, right, we're all ready to begin. So, would anyone like a recap from the last session? Would that be useful? Yeah, it's always, uh, always helpful to get an update because it's been just a little bit. Alright, so you people... Um... You, you uh, awoke in a camp after the horrifying events at the Magiantist Ruins. So maybe it was all just a dream. 
you chatted for a while and recalled meeting up in, uh, well, coming from Mel One, uh, because you'd seen the smoke signals for help from the in guard in the mountains. And then it was as if you were there, because you were. And you investigated, you found various documents uh, which have been revealed, so you can go look at loads of them. Um, you also found the big molehill in the middle of the courtyard, which a giant centipede might have come out of, a bit like the one you encountered in your horrific nightmare, whatever it was, encounter in the ruins. Uh, you, you then remembered going to St. Nileen's Chapel, where you were reunited with your Knight of the Temple, who insists that this is the first time he's met you. And despite the fact that he was with you previously, uh, you then headed off to the village of Varn itself, to the Varnhold, on the edge of Loch Varn, where the villagers um, welcomed you all as heroes and, and ushered you in and said they were holding a big town meeting where they would discuss um, a big village meeting with the elders to discuss what to do about this whole situation. Uh, was, and you've all been kind of ushered into the hallway, uh, the big meeting chamber, nice a nice round hut with um, you know, fireplace in the middle, people, lots of anxious villagers gathered around, and as the elders came filing into the chamber, you instantly recognised one of them as the old Demorphan you had met in the ruins, who was part of your party there, and he took his place amongst the other elders. Okay. Alrighty. So, uh, an old man stands up and calls everyone to order. He says, order, everyone. Calm down, settle down. Now then, as you all know, there's been trouble in the, in the vale here. In the valley, people have gone missing. There have been unusual sightings. And now we have strangers in our town we have not met before. And there's a kind of, you know, murmur of dissent among the townsfolk. Um, he said, no, no. They came from the direction of the inn guard. We saw smoke from the inn guard. They must have sent for aid. These kindly folk must have come from Melwan, in the nearby valley, to assist us. Tell us, heroes of Melwan, what have you discovered so far that may be of, of use, of interest to us? Um... Did you find the soldiers at the inn guard? <clears throat> well, uh, 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 um... I go and look at one of the other party members. I'm trying to f remember their names, and uh, I'm going to go and put... shakes his head slightly, as if to remind you that we didn't find any soldiers at the Inn Guard. You know what? I'm going to go and put... Uh... No, I just don't know. I know that. I don't know how I'm going to say it. I'm going to go and be like, Evan, why don't you go tell him? Who are you suggesting? Irvan. Irvan. Mm. Okay, go for it. Because I don't want to be the uh, bearer of bad news. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I know better than that. Quiet, townsfolk. It'll be fine. I will discuss with you the news we bring. Something foul has happened. Foul due to demons. Ingard has fallen. You, you hear people sort of go, oh, I don't know demons. That's not good at all. <laughs> um, we didn't find any sign of demons. Whatever. Go ahead. You can rally the crowd. I don't care. Ingard has fallen. <laughs> that, my, that part is true. One of the survivors of the massacre was at St. Nileen's Chapel. I tended him myself. He saw something drag people into the ground. But no worry not. We are on a quest to find out what has happened. Wonderful transport says, Yeah, I don't like the sound of that. Don't worry. Our Lord be our witness. And I sort of bless myself. Um uh, the old man who seems to be taking central proceedings sort of looks over to you at encouraging you to sort of speak up right uh i don't know about all this lord nonsense but it is indeed true that we found no one at the tower nonsense. and i'm not sure what caused it we know that it's something Though I don't know if it's... I don't think it is the work of demons. Arvin says, What about ruins? Tell them about the ruins. Oh, yes. The ruins. The, uh... Which ruins are we talking about? The Magiantist ruins? Magiantist ruins we visited. Right. Um... Uh, to which Ian murmurs, you know, I'm not sure we have visited them yet. I am pretty sure we visited them. <laughs> Are you sure? You... I remember it, but some of my comrades have been suffering from amnesia. Oh, by the way, the, uh, Shari and Wesley, feel free to speak up at any time. Yes. Completely understandable. Just at the moment, Morin has nothing to say. Okay. He's just standing there. He's shake of his head, maybe, but not really saying anything. He's kind of enjoying this, to be honest. All right. Well... Where, wait, wait, 
out of character. Where is their fear coming from? They said that there's something in the forest around or something? They, they, uh, well, you recall um, the letter from the captain of the watch at the Inn Guard okay. stated uh, several... Uh, se- several of my men have disappeared without a trace. The same thing has happened to several of Varn's inhabitants. A few of my men have noticed strange activity in the forest, which indicates there could be Fionders about. We have in particular found molehills three feet wide, an unfamiliar thing in this region. Obviously, the locals disappearing from the village will um, be something they are aware of. Yeah, they're uncomfortable. People have gone missing. There's There's strange signs in the woods. Yeah, they're not okay. happy about it at all, you know. Well, the one, is it the one god? I can't remember. Yep, the one above. Okay. Um, Have you found any large open uh, passages in the ground? Anywhere nearby. Hmm. There's a bit of a gabble as some of the some of the local farmers discuss this. Um, the general consensus seems to be that they haven't recently found any passages, as in tunnels or walled or bricked, but they've not been aware of for a long time. But there's been a few large molehills out in the forest, and uh, they haven't dared investigate because they were just unnaturally big. Are any of the buildings here uh, settled on holy ground or hewn from stone, pure stone? No, no, most of them. Well, most of the buildings are stone, uh, some wattle and daub, but the floors are pretty much packed earth. Um, you get you, you get a few answers back, but um, a few of the houses have been blessed after they were built by the church, but um, none were built on hallowed ground, you know, straight away. So, what general consensus is just packed dirt. Mm. These people are screwed. I mean, um, I would, are there any two-story buildings that we could see? Uh, No, they're generally quite low. We will... Go out and see about these mole hills, won't we? I look at the others. Oh, of course we will. Also, I just realized. Arvin says, but I I seem to recall going to the to the ruins. Well, but most of us do not. Our memories the demons are not must too have took our memories. clear since we were last there. Oh, hey, Michael. Yes. Hello. Hello. Um, do you remember that man who attacked you in the ruins of the silver bracelet, who unfortunately yeah. got killed, um, mm-hmm. who you saw again uh, out in the village recently? Uh, you see him amongst the people gathered in the hall. So sort of near the back, mm-hmm. you catch a quick glimpse of him. Um, you're not quite certain... And it kind of throws your concentration off for a bit. 
and then when you look again, he's gone. Mm -hmm. Well, I was going to go after him. Awesome. So, yeah, actually, you look for him, you head through the crowd, and, and a few people kind of step aside and like, Oi, where do you think you're going? Stop pushing and shoving and stuff. And uh, by the time you reach the spot, you're sure where he was at, he must have moved away. And somehow got lost in the crowd and you're unable to find him. It's quite frustrating. Um, the elders kind of murmur together. And after a while... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel really bad here because I was hoping we could have played this scene out a bit more. But uh, after a while, the, the old man who seems to be in, in charge of proceedings uh, emerges and... He turns back for a moment, uh, looks towards the old Demorphan, who nods reluctantly. Um, and he says, very well, we, the elders of Varn, have made a decision. Some of you believe you have headed to the old Demorphan ruins east of here. Mm -hmm. Some of you believe you have not. Your memories of the place are unclear, and clearly we should uh, we should travel there to send an expedition to examine the ruins and find out what evils may be originating in that place. Mm-hmm. I agree. All of you, as as heroes of Mor of um, Melwan, shall be. Uh, shall be accompanying this mission. We shall send other, some of our other warriors as well. Uh, Elder Dion here, the Demorphan, has agreed to accompany you on this, and he will be escorted by Jiron and a number of our other warriors. Hey, Shari? That's when... That's when... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just kind of elbow... Uh more and go, I told you, there he is. I don't know how he got here before we did, but there he is. <laughs> He's giving her a blank stare. Just what the, in the name of all that is of this earth are you talking about? What is? What are you on about? Mm -hmm. He was with us. Oh, um, one We've of never the... been to the ruins. We were the... at no, the ruins. We haven't, but he was with us. You know, this is all the work of the demons. We should oh, shut up all about... bring our hands together and pray to the one above. Can one I smack the, him? Uh, Not gonna happen. One of the townspeople who you will recognize is Jiren, one of the warriors who was guarding the old Demorphan. Um emerges from a crowd and goes to stand by the elders as he has been called out as part of the expedition. A few more names are called and almost a dozen warriors emerge from the town. The elders say, rest now this night and sometime tomorrow after suitable preparations have been made we shall all head off to put this evil to rest once and for all. Demorphan Dion here will see to your protection in case the place should be wicked and cursed, as he suspects. 
and people begin to kind of, you know, there's lots of chatter as people begin to filter out of the meeting and slowly it breaks up. And, uh, you know, one or two of the townspeople come and show you where you can stay the night. They got some spare room in their homes. It's pretty crowded. I always wanted to say this to a yeah. uh, priest. Blow it out your ass, Howard. <laughs> anyway. Who's Howard? It's from uh, Blazing Saddles. Okay. So, um, in the evening, you know, you kind of settle down, you have a me meager meals with the, um, just a minute. There we go. Um, let me just make that one visible now. Uh, yeah, you kind of settle down, um, you know, but the town's on the edge of the lake. There's uh, lots of fishermen. Um, you kind of all settle down, chat, share stories around the fireplace, and eventually you all kind of head off to bed. Okay. Z, 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 Z. Uh, while you sleep... Liam has a dream. Um, Liam, you see yourself as a child. You're in a, you're in a field, you know, the sun's shining. It's somewhere near the village of Melwan, back home, across the mountains in the nearby valley. It's, you know, it's a bright summer's day. You're happy, you're running in the field, um, playing with your brother, uh, Terrence, that's his name. Yeah, he comes walking out of the corn, smiling, and then, on his wrist, you see the same silver bracelet as the one that was worn by the man you attacked in the ruins. And then there you are, in the ruins. It's dark. There are arrows and crossbow bolts whizzing around, ricocheting off bits of knackered old machinery. Um, you, know, you hear a scuffle of footsteps. Terrence emerges and aims a crossbow bolt at you. Wait, we're getting attacked? And as he aims it, more dives in the, in the way of the crossbow bolt and wrestles with him. The crossbow goes off and he falls to the ground impaled on his own crossbow bolt. And as he looks at you his ice-filled gaze fixes upon you and he says You killed me, Liam. Technically, no, I didn't. And at this point I am going to have to ask your mental resistance um i can actually argue that completely away oh, what would i mean <clears throat> to be fair i did not kill him at all he was trying to kill me it, it was not my fault that um 
As Moore tackled him, his he went and uh, fell upon his sword, so to say. And it was a accident, and I feel no regrets or remorse for his demise. Okay. Meaning it was his own damn fault that he died. If he was, like, holding on to the ledge like Mufasa was, asking Scar to go and help him, and I went and threw him under, yes, threw him under the bus to get killed by a bunch of uh, rampaging buffalo or whatever they were. And Will the beast. Will the beasts and got killed. Yes, I would feel remorse about that, but... When it's something that it was not even under my, uh... One moment. Okay, I've taken that into consideration. And in that moment, as he looks at you, you wake up. <clears throat> and you're there again, in the dark room, late at night. And standing in the shadows, by the window is your brother Terrant. I have a brother? Yes. Yeah. It's mentioned in the background section on your character sheet. Tell me not to look at that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I told you not to look at that earlier when you were having problems remembering things. And I did say once you were woke up in the camp, at the camp in the forest, you could start looking at that stuff. Okay, I did not. Um, so yes, so he, he steps out of the shadows and his face is terribly pale he says you killed me Liam you could not just let things be but these last few years I know you've been thinking I've been running in with the wrong sorts brigands vagabonds and I let you believe that I let you believe that because the truth was something I dare not share. These last few years, I have been acting under orders from a university in far off Reich. I've been working for the giantists in secrecy because many of the more traditional minded people of Melwan would not accept what I was doing. And if I spent long periods of time away from home, exploring old ruins, or digging up ancient secrets, and if people liked to assume that I was in with a bad crowd, I'd rather they'd think that than hound me out of town for what they would really know. But you just had to come along and interrupt our mission. Here, he produces a scrap of parchment and hands it to you, soaked with the blood you can see running down from his own sleeve. He says, take this. Study it properly. At least that way the truth can come out. And that scrap of paper is 
identical to the one you found in the ruins with the strange formula on it. Um, by the way, it never did say that he was dead in my uh, That's background because stuff. he isn't. Yeah. At the start of the adventure, he was very much alive. Mm-hmm. At the moment, you've no idea. However, he hands you that paper and you look at it. And it looks familiar to the one you found in the ruins. And then you wake up, and it's morning. And you're clutching that scrap of paper, the one you originally found in the ruins. But this time it does have his dried blood on it. Some dried blood on it. Don't know if it's his. This is true. Uh, I should inform you that you have progressed to the minor symptom of elation at this point. The what? Uh, symptom of elation. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to go look it up now. Um because it's going to jiggle some stats around, isn't it? What, yes, what I'm going to do is, uh, after this scenario, what I'm going to do is transfer the characters or characters that we make onto the form-fillable character sheet so that abilities, uh, the ways can be modified by um, things and it will all factor in automatically. Um, symptom relation. Uh, he's become a little bit friendly, uninhibited, excited, talks a bit faster, uh, a bit more enthusiastic possibly a little too enthusiastic about things and he can get a little bit annoyed or irritated if things aren't quite going the way he wants okay um, and I do actually have to ask yes how many points did I get to go and get that you were one point away from the border of going into that before making the test okay so do I make the test or no uh, I've done it already. Oh, they're all secretly. <laughs> okay, so I failed then. All right. Uh, actually, when the difficulty is very high, even passing can give you a single point. Right. Uh, did you? Uh, out of curiosity, did you include the uh, the the plus one for my mental resistance? Uh. No, I didn't. But factoring that in now, um, that still pushes you over the border. But um, let's see. Factoring that in, you still failed the test by one, technically. Damn. Yeah, I know. Some of these tests are harsh. However, as you look at this piece of paper, it begins to make a little more sense. You think you must have... The, the formula is a Magiantis formula. Okay. The Cervellis Passion, you have... You've heard of that somewhere before. You're sure of it. Mm. Why don't you make me a... Magiantis roll? Magiantis roll or an Erudition roll. I'll do both. Uh, well, do do whichever one you want to do first. Uh, let's see. Um, I guess I'll do a Magiantist roll first. Okay. 
Make them a giant's roll. Let's see. It would be a D10 plus 7. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I should have. That's what I needed to look up. Um, elation strengths combative, strengthens combativeness and weakens conviction. Liam's conviction is 2. So his combativeness goes up to a 2. And his conviction comes down to a 1. Uh, I don't think that changes anything with my uh, skills. Conviction wouldn't modify much. You've got combativeness might if you get in a fight later on. But let's hope that doesn't happen because he's really very fragile. Yes, I know he's very fragile. So, go ahead and make that roll. Okay. Eh. Whoops. There we go. Holy smokes! Okay, so the Sylvanus Passion. You have heard of it before. It's uh, it's a famous anecdote about the two founders of Magiants, who were a married couple who loved rowing about in boats. Just you know, before you go and boat rides say the pleasure. Finish up the uh, rest of this. I would like to go and do a little bit of RP. It's like, oh, yeah. And he goes into his uh, backpack, mm-hmm. into his bag, and starts rummaging around looking for a... Uh, for, like, a wrap of parchment. And pulls out his sort of haphazard notes on uh, Giants. Okay. You can continue now. So he starts pouring over them, and he finds a few references to this famous anecdote, how they like to row their boats out onto the lake. Um, and hey, guess what? Uh, mm-hmm. As as you uh, you all gather around, you have breakfast, you, you get out there in the morning in time to people start making preparations and pulling equipment together, because it's going to take the villagers a while. You know, uh, you look out across the loch, and there, in the middle of it, you see a small little rocky islet that's just waiting to be visited. Any one of the little boats in the docks could take you there, and some of the villagers could probably row you over. Hey, excuse me. Um, ah. It's there. Could you take me out to that island? Aye. As happened as I could. The man scratches behind his ear, dislodges something unpleasant, and beckons you over. Charming. Alright, thank you. And I go and hop into the boat. Um, Anyone want to come with me? I prefer not to go alone. Just, just a minute, I need to... Um... Well, if you don't want to go alone... Um, before you get in the boat, you have another uh, twing of memory. Okay. Hey, that that alchemical formula could be important. You know, you might want to uh, make some kind of skill check there. Sure, I'll make a skill check for uh, that. Same time. The scenario recommends stand. Uh, sorry, recon- recommends magiants or science. I'll take either. All right. If I don't and get if you have one. an alternative skill you think will be equally useful, I'll allow it, but at a slightly higher difficulty. Well, that depends because I have. Because I have uh, science is at nine, I think I'll go with my uh, safer bet. All right. 
Unless the um, DC is lower with uh, mid giants. Not gonna tell you. <laughs> all right. Well, I'll do I'll do all of them, and I'll probably go and argue, uh, depending on what it might be, herbalism. Mm -hmm. eh. Maybe. That was terrible. That was <laughs> terrible. Uh, are you sure that's? Oh yeah, okay. That's that's a roll of one. Yeah. Yeah, it's a one. I passed. Possibly. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's a little higher than that. If it was that low, I wouldn't say bother rolling. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so which skill was that? That was science. Mm -hmm. That would be sciences. Okay. That was what she called me today, I'm pretty sure. Agents! Oh, I am not that? muted. No, you're not. Um, yes, uh, you you recall that this is a formula for a, um, a, a liquid concoction. Again, I scramble through my notes, will... digging around for particulars. It's known to react to certain minerals in specific ways. Uh, you know, it's it's kind of like a testing thing. But, okay. You know, it may be of use. <laughs> so that is somehow related. That is indeed something. Hey, that little rocky now. islet is made of rock. Mm -hmm. you know, just saying. Do I know how to make this concoction? And will I not get branded as a witch? <laughs> Um, you do know how to make this concoction. You could make it with a few herbs you can easily find in the woods, or you could ask around town a bit for them. Um, I'll go wander around trying to find those herbs. Okay, you can do that without um any Girl. particular. I have a ten in herbalism. Yeah, so, you, uh... you you spend like an hour, hour and a half at the most, and you're able to find everything you need, and you you crush it up with a mortar and pestle. Um. If you don't have one, you borrow one from one of the housewives. Um, I think I have one. I'm pretty sure I do. And and you get this thing in a little clay bowl, and you go back to the fisherman. He rows you across to the little rocky islet. And you have the early morning mists uh, hanging over Loch. And I do apologize. I should be putting a lot more effort into role-playing here and describing, and it feels like I'm rushing way too much. That's fine. Um, and there you are. You, you make it onto the little rocky islet. And uh, you stand over your clay bowl. You you find a large, relatively flat section in the middle of it. Isn't this so exciting, guys? I think Coney yes. is with you. So exciting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. There's science to be had. <laughs> and as my professor once said, science rules. Right, and what do you do now? Um, I'll go and apply the. Do I know, do I know how to go and use this chemical substance and what it's supposed to be do? Uh, for? Yeah, you you need to kind of pour it on various kind of rocks and metals to see if <coughs> some of them will react to it. You think this kind will? You're not entirely certain. I'll go and um, take a paintbrush or something and uh, plaster it on, I guess. Okay, you, you begin to, to brush to this alchemical concoction on the flattish section of rock in the middle uh, of, the, of the loch. And as you do, um, it, it's almost like uh, like writing with lemon juice or something like that. You know, something, some secret marks begin to become obvious. And you brush over a larger area 
and eventually reveal a map. Ooh. Ooh. I told you this was exciting. Here's a, here's a map of the loch and the surrounding forest and the village. And here's a little spot marked where you don't know of anything that's there. It, you know, it's like it's clearly marked as an important place. And it all went really quiet. Oh, there we go. I'm looking for what you're trying to show. Yeah, I know. The call dropped for me, so. Oh, did it? Sorry. Um, it's, I'm, I'm back. It's just one of those. It just went dead, then, and then it said. Last oh, 10 seconds. Bloop, 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 bloop. Uh, most of that was silence. Um, okay, so let's see. He's poured the alchemical concoction on the rock in the middle of the lake, and it has revealed a secret map of the loch and surrounding area with a point marked upon it as somewhere prominent and important, but it's nothing any of you guys have ever heard of. It's like, this shouldn't be on the map. What's this? Did the call drop again? Nope. Oh, good. <laughs> that would be annoying if I'd had to explain it twice. Mm -hmm. But yes, um... Well, why was this, well, hidden? You don't. By the way, I'm asking the others. They're, they're just being silent. Mm -hmm. I missed it. I had someone trying to play with my headphones. I'm sorry. <sighs> okay. Again. <laughs> Basically, we found a map, and uh -huh. with some tampering, let's say, um, it has revealed secret information hidden beneath like chemicals. Yes, through no the power of giants, a secret location yes. nearby has been disclosed to you all. Yes, yes. we can go there. Most, most secretive location. Um, and should we go there? I say why not? What are we supposed to find? Are we just going to go? <coughs> Kept hidden for a reason. By May Giants. Exactly. It could possibly be a very good reason. It could be a sign from the one lord above. I don't like those signs. Those signs are too loose to interpretation. The spirits normally speak very plainly. It's a matter of faith. Now let's go. So then why ask if you're just going to tell me to go? Well, you had a chance to go and say, no, I don't want to go. I just wanted to know why. Because it's a secret map. Nothing would... There wouldn't be anything interesting if there wasn't a secret map. Interesting can also be deadly. Yes, I know that interesting can also be deadly. And then we the will vanquish... the adventure! We will vanquish whatever beasts that could be hidden... Not all things are vanquishable. Things may have to be bound because there is no way to truly finish them. Well That's then, true. we will have to work together to do that. But if it is already bound, why are we going to go mess with it? And what if it isn't? <laughs> what? What if it is what has been taking people from places like Ingard. Well, what if we 
were supposed to find this. And we were supposed to find out how it was bound before and rebind it to wherever it was before all of this happened. Remember, demons have played with our memories. This is not how we are supposed to be or what we have been told to do or have done. It makes sense to you. Because... Hmm? No, 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 not to he me. He interrupts. He says it makes sense to you. No, 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 not just to me, but the fact that we have been displaced from our own memories. Something has to be done. And perhaps we already did it. We'd have to backtrack anyway. Mm-hmm. I say we do. I say let's go. Nothing. If it's too dangerous, we'll run away. Remember, it is not called cowardice. It is retreating. Yes. Whereas most of us will go and say, running is running faster than the other guy. <clears throat> I keep trying to recall while I'm tr why I am traveling with you, and I am deeply, deeply now concerned as to I cannot find one good reason why I am doing such. Because every time we seem to split apart, we're brought back together by some mysterious force. Have you noticed? The... We could be well trapped in some kind of Dark realm. Uh, and at that point, one of the animals back in farm, you hear like the bleating <laughs> of a little lamb. It almost as if it's agreeing with you. <laughs> yes, get on with it. Okay. Given that, shall, shall we? Let us go. Before we're dragged into more town meetings with... Well. Hmm. So, question. I have the uh, thing of elation, right? Hmm. Alright, great happiness or exhilaration? Well, it's it's not extreme yet. It's just starting to build up, you know. Feelings of excitement, happiness, or elation? Hmm. Wow, exhilaration. <laughs> Have fun with that one. <laughs> I think I've been trying to... I've been developing it pretty nicely. Okay. I don't know. So um, It's like, I'm excited that things are working, things I'm doing are working, and I want to do more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm aware of that. I'll, I'll probably need to take a look at the um, experience system sometime after this session. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I, I know it's a nice and fairly simple one, but I'll need to look at it anyway, you know. Yeah. Um, so, the, you know, the, um, the fisherman's kind of looking at you. Uh, sort of, you know, like, do you people want to be rowed back to far, to town now, to a village now, or what? You know, sort of thing. But he's, he's not saying anything, just kind of that expectant. Mm -hmm. I got things to do, mate. Yeah, exactly. Here's a cigar. What? <laughs> Some concoction with tobacco that, that I created. Sounds like just a giantist thing. <laughs> no, no, no. It is something that you breathe in and breathe out. 
Calm no, 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 no. I, I believe the people of the of the peninsula know what smoking is. They do it with pipes. A cigar would be, I mean, bugger me. I invented it just now. It's like an incense. It's like incense. It'll it'd be fine. It's just like tobacco. You just it's just like smoking from a pipe, except you have this round thing. He sure. looks at you Not suspiciously. Using a pipe? That, that seems mighty odd. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> and and you can see why the church disapproves of magiantists, can't you? <laughs> <laughs> I just invented it. <laughs> you are putting. Oh, you are putting good old carpenters out of business. <laughs> no, I'm not. People still want pipes. So what are you people currently planning on doing anyway? Because you're standing around on this little islet in the middle of the lake. Um, I'm sitting in the boat. I don't we're blame in, you. <laughs> I'm in the boat. We are good. I'm in the boat with my uh, scraps of paper drawing up new plans for an invention. And, and, this, and I use this thing and create this little weird thing called, that I believe my instructor called a gear. And Boatman, we, if we, we do this, I should be able to fly! <laughs> Boatman, you can head back now. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Boatman nods and Ian nods. and they, I, I take it one or two of you might be uh, dragging Liam back towards the boat. Oh no, I'm in the boat doing this. <laughs> and you are, you are rowed back across to the village. Where you now have, a, you know... A location in the woods nearby that you could go try and find if you want, or not, as the case may be. Thing or maybe, the... maybe some of you would go and some would stay and help with preparations in the village. I really don't mind. And as we roll back, the beast rises from the shadows beneath the oh, mist that would be... hiding its form. That would be so impressive. Um, you know, just, just for that, I think on the way back, the boat like bumps it against like a low rock in the water and gives you all a bit of a scare like oh what was that coming up what, what was that like, what, what, what? Like, oh don't mind that old rock it won't do no damage if we're careful it just gets in the way sometimes and he, he rows you back into the village oh uh okay <sighs> back to the thing draws some more makes a couple you've, of sketches you've never no, heard no, no, of this... that won't work you've never heard of the tale have you what tail? The tail of the tentacled beast who's known to frequent this lock. <clears throat> I look at Irvin. What? Hey, it sounds like your demon. Why don't you go get it? No, the demon must have things that enter one's mind. It has no... What do you think tentacles are for? Some kind of sodomy? Ian shudders. <laughs> they get into your mind! He says, I don't know what you think, what you um, people of the faith get up to back on the continent, on the other side of the mountains, but here... Much stranger things than I will ever know. Yeah. What are you talking about? I live, I've lived in this part of the world in all my life. And you don't know the tale of the beast? Not this part of the country. I lived in a very different place. Arvin says... But everyone knows of the beast. 
You know, that sounds kind of familiar. Uh, let's see where... It's like... Where the hell does it say that I actually lived in? The village of Melwan nearby, I believe, is where most of you came from. I left Melwan two years ago, only coming back unexpectedly and sporadically and remaining vague about his activities. Oh, that's Terence. Right, yeah. So yeah, yeah, you're mostly from Melwan. I'm from Melwan. Which isn't far away, really. It's just in the next valley. Yeah. It's where the rest I'm of you guys came from. You remember me, don't you? I don't. I don't know this valley. Who am I? Ah, anyway, flying machine, flying machine. Arvin gives him a strange look. He says, "If he wants to fly, I could chuck him off the top of one of those walls." I might ask you to do that once I finish. Once I eventually build this. Hmm. Please, please do. I will pay you. <laughs> Moore has his hand trailing in the water. She says, great, "Oh, great. sweetheart, I if I do it, you can watch for free." <laughs> great, great. I love funding. Really? Oh God, something's there. <laughs> Something brushed against my hand. It was slimy and it was squishy. Something brushed against my hand. <laughs> you didn't see it. And and the boat bumps against the docks. You know, more. You really should be more careful where you put those hands of yours. So, what's the plan, guys? The amount of stories and lies. Flying machines. Okay, I'm bored of that. Let us. Let's just go. We we have destination planned. Let's find this place. Give us that note. All right. Which so note? you you head off into the woods and you you spend a few hours looking for a place that the map pointed to and eventually you find uh, a gnarly old tree with some disturbed earth underneath its roots that looked like it could be quite easily dug up by someone with some kind of digging implement I trust you brought one of those along that's what hands are for some simple excavation reveals a um, a rather tarnished old box rather tarnished old casket containing a pair of documents. One of them appears to be the second portion of a larger document. And I'll, and the other is separate on its own, and I will just make those visible now. Let me read them. Document. Let me read them. Within a document. Within a document. Doxception. Exactly. <gasps> I reckon. Uh, <clears throat> do so do I need to um, just a minute? May talk. I read it? Yeah, I've made them visible. Do I need to do a quick? Um... Here we I go. Ah, need... uh, okay. So it was where I was thinking. Okay. Yeah. Oh yes. Do, do we want to? The the, the, the top second one. The top the one you already have. This one was in the casket, as was this one. And the torn okay. edge of those top two does match, despite yes. not looking like it matches at all, because they just copied the same one. <laughs> it's the other half! <gasps> Squee! He doesn't say squee because that's not a word. 
Random words of elation. Go, go ahead. Share Wait. the the information. <clears throat> Alright, it was the uh, bottom half, right? Mm. Although it might help to read the whole thing together. Yes. Especially as it's right, been about read the last played anyway. Hmm. The fossil elements show entirely new properties in contact with plants. We were already aware of the weed-killing effects of this matter, but it displayed an amazing reaction. At direct contact with fossil flex samples, the plants shriveled, rot, but do not die. On, contra on the contrary, after an incubation time, a uh, period probably would have been better choice of words, but anyway, they start developing and growing. That would explain in great part the brown earth described by Lachvans Damathen, which they attribute to spirits of nature. Such a clue indicates that there... There must be other pockets of fossil flux. Yeah, that there must be other pockets of fossil flux. That... Um, and that our discovery... That our discovery was but a fragment of these. Even if it is impossible for the local Demerthen, it may well be that uncovering and draining these pockets would make the effects of this brown pestilence disappear. I would really, I would really, really, really like it if they actually went and instead of just giving you both par the parts and halves, if they actually went and combined oh, the one, thing together yeah. in the one document. Oh, you, you mean like they did in the lovely player's handouts that I have here in front of me, laminated. Yes. <laughs> you son of a jerk. <laughs> jerk face. Anyway. Moving Laminated on to the next and one. ready to use at a convention in January. <coughs> with all the <coughs> laminated character sheets and everything. Which I will not be able to pre to go yeah, to. Yeah, unfortunately. Anyway. Yeah, there's a big giant pond called the <laughs> Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, there is a separate activity report. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> dated activity two report. years later. Date. 857. Subject? Return or the, to Reich. Return to Reich. Reich. Oh, you're going to have fun with all the names in this one. <laughs> <clears throat> Unfortunately, the war has spread to uh, Tolkien. Tolkien. Care. Tolkien. It is very likely that the, great, that the greatest threat does not come from the armies of uh, Gwydri. Gwydri. Gwydri, but from the uh, obscure... Obscurantism. Obscurantism of the uh, Lachvans de Merthen. I suspect that he wishes to eliminate us. His threats were not followed by acts, but the, we must not take them lightly. He cannot stand for the fossil flux we have discovered, maybe at the origin of what he considers to be a manifestation of the spirit. Gluta. Gluta? Gluta. At any rate, we are no longer safe here. Dot, dot, dot. We are currently leading a very complex research, and it would be a pity, and even dangerous, if we had to suddenly halt them. This is why we are asking for important reinforcements to ensure our protection. I hope to receive your support very quickly. 
Verzal. 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 You've heard that name before. I indeed. He was in the other document. But I think I've heard for, of him before that. <laughs> I dig out my notes. Yes, as as you look over the register of the temple, you uh, catch some mention of some giantist activity recently. Uh, mm -hmm. Some of it... Oh! Uh, from the second register of the temple, from the year 857, there is mention that the giantist was slain recently. Mm -hmm. Pity he died. Sounds like a loss. Sounds like a nice bloke. Anyway. And with that, Bam! It's dark! It's scary! There's clanking noises! Crossbow bolts and arrows are whizzing around and clattering off old machinery! A man runs out of the shadows and hurls a spear! It scatters and leaps across the floor before disappearing into the darkness and then he ducks back behind cover once more. Liam! You hear a scuffle of a footstep and your brother Terence steps out of the shadow, a crossbow raised and aimed at you. What? Before you can react, Moore dives into the way, attempting to save you. They Stop. wrestle. <laughs> Liam falls. The crossbow goes off. No! No! And he falls before at you. And as he gurgles, his blood spilling out of him, he says, You killed me, Liam. You no! killed me. I didn't! And at this point, you're back in the room, and I get to go and hide most of the player handouts again. No! <laughs> no! Hey, he's not dead yet. You may still save him. Quick, we must do this thing! What's the word? CPR! That's not quite it. He's got a crossbow bolt stuck in the corner of his jaw and his head. It looks kind of nasty. It's not. Stay a... with me! Stay with me, goddammit! Does it look fatal? Or uh, it is it passing? Like it could be if it's not treated very soon. Stay with me, dammit! Stay with me! Is there anyone I else around? I should drag you all up into the ruins, shouldn't I? And, yes, and here's Terrence. He's badly wounded. Uh, um, people are attacking you, by the way, out of the shadows, where, as I said, you're all kind of clutched, holding weapons. Shit, this is scary. Damn it! Time Stay alive! Really real. I'll... 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 Take care of him, I'll... Defend. Uh, I take shield, sword, all right, um, try to block shots, cover them. Okay, so you kind of dash out of cover at like a you know, a couple of paces, and kneel with your shield in front of you to provide extra cover. Mm -hmm. So, first, emergency first aid can be applied. Yes. How do people like that twist, by the way? No! You know what the funny thing is? What? Are we the ones that shot him in the first place? Uh, it played out exactly the same way as before, except this time you guys all knew what was going to happen. Yeah. Um, and and, if know and this time going... this time you weren't able to save him. You all ran away and ended up fighting some people nearby in the ruins. But now you have freedom of choice. Yes, we do. What what is the role one would make for emergency 
First aid. First aid. Uh, First aid. That's a thing. There's a couple of skills. Yeah. Where are we? Health. Uh, <coughs> um. Uh, is it in the health chapter or is it um? It's in skills, I think. Found it. Uh, you could use first aid or medicine. Or I don't have either of those, but I have herbalism. Close. You don't have. Wow. Yeah, I don't yeah, have herbalism. It. Could probably use it to push, although that's more for sort of illness and stuff than for uh, emergency surgery. So well, not... what I want to ask is, well, you are kind of yelling out for help, so it's worth checking if any of your friends. Yes. Extremely helpful. Help! Why? I can't do surgery. Thinking something. Uh, can I? Let me check handout. Um... Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Am I looking at the wrong? Um... You're not dying on me, brother. That uh, would be craft. No, no, no. Oh. no, no. It would be first aid or medicine. Oh, yeah, oh do I need to check what they're based on? Um, yeah. I, I was, I was gonna say because I keep looking at my sheet and I'm like, I, I, I don't have any stat. I, nothing. There's nothing. Let's have a quick look here. We're looking for that or that. Um. What's that, Sherry? Was talking to the little guy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um. Why do I keep thinking? Yeah, I'm looking at all the sheets, and I'm seeing nothing in first aid on anyone. So if that's a stat, they didn't give any of us access to it. Let's have another look, because I know it's... Um... Right. Uh... Um... See, this is unfortunately a, a side effect of me not being as familiar with the rules as I could be. And having not played this game often enough, it's an awesome game. I should play it more often. First aid comes... First aid is a specialization of natural environment. Ah, see, natural uh, environment, I have. Medicine. I have natural environment like a nine. We have natural a environment. specialization of the giants, so you can use the parent discipline Okay. without My that. natural science or environment is seven. I've got a nine. That'll do. I have a nine as well. Them two could do it. Would either of you like to try and treat him really quickly? Because oh. it's going to be extremely challenging, I must say. Could we both teamwork it? Uh, you could, absolutely. There we go. I'll, you know uh, what helps as well? We have lanterns, right? Mm. Yeah. You do have light, yeah. Metal, yeah, on the metal on the side of the lanterns. So, else, which one I of also... you is going to bravely attempt the skill check? I don't know how to do surgery, so... I'll do it. I, I matter equipment to who are making the attempt. She will be assisting me. I have a first aid kit in my equipment, so oh, I perfect. suppose I know how to use it. Go for it. <coughs> um, ooh. Natural environment uses empathy. 
And let's just check empathy. Moore's empathy has four. I, I was checking that his depression hadn't affected it, and it hasn't. So carry on. No, oh, I've got uh, melancholia, not depression. Yeah, melancholia. Indeed. Make that attempt. So So she will go first, and then I will get a bonus based uh, on what she gets? No, she's she's a assisting, so I'm just lowering the difficulty to represent that. Understood. That's oh. a low goal. Um... Okay, oh, you think you think you're trying to save him? It's not an ideal situation. He probably won't live unless some kind of minor miracle occurs. Um, hey, Shari, would you like to make a roll as well? Because you are helping after all. Cauterize the wound. I have first aid as well, so that's a. Oh, you have first aid skill. Awesome. Just do what? that then. No, no, no. I have first aid equipment. We both. Do. Ah, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Save him. Save helps. him. Doesn't that give a bonus or something? Yeah, it does. Um, not necessarily. No, no, it doesn't give the bonus. It just it makes it able to, to do it. <laughs> yeah. Allows you to do it. Wow, we, we really should play this game more often. If if everyone enjoys it enough. I enjoy Brother! it. I'll prefer to go and make my own character the next time was... we do this game. By the I way. like Morn. I like Morn. More. That He's was staying. weird. I don't know why it didn't like that. Um. Hmm. Okay. Um, that's a good number. I was just doing a test roll to see what could possibly be messing it up. I... So whatever happened there, um, you managed to stabilize him. And you can't quite risk removing the bolt yet, but g give it a few hours. Um, you, you stabilize him so he won't die. He's alive, but he's in a terrible way. Mm -hmm. uh, there's no chance he'll be coming around anytime soon. And you're, you're doing this with like arrows whizzing overhead and, and oh, strange cries from out in the darkness. But the men attacking you don't seem to risk coming any closer. Occasionally, um, Arvan mutters something coarse and rises to, uh, to shoot a crossbow bolt back at them. And Ian the archer fires the occasional arrow to keep them back and pinned down under cover, while the rest of you are desperately trying to save Terence's life. Uh, you think he'll make it, but you don't dare risk moving him at the moment, and you need to get out of here. Uh, if it's any consolation, the people attacking you were probably his allies and probably won't hurt him. So we need to get out of here, but we can't move him, but you... We're under the impression that it would be all right to leave him because they are his allies? Uh, in theory. It, it's more a case uh, you don't really have time to find out necessarily. Leave some medical supplies with him and let's go. I can't leave my brother! Well then. You take him, you kill him. Ian says, come on, man. We don't have time to stay. They'll kill us if you do. I try to drag him off. We have to go. We have to go. We know how this plays out. This will be bad. It doesn't make it any easier. We actually know the routes to this place. 
We're going to avoid that group of three people. Ian right. says, I know. I know. You, you dash back through dark corridors and mm-hmm. and dank, dingy rooms with the clanks and sounds of odd machinery still echoing. We stay away from the plant beyond us. You... And we get... <laughs> you, you come to a chamber where last time you were attacked by three men. This time, they are not there. Interesting. In in a larger chamber, we never you see bought them. the dying embers of a fire up ahead. And Wait a uh, sec. We'll go. No. The dying no, embers of a campfire up ahead. And I, I, I remember what was next. I remember what was next. You spy... No, no, I'm not looking up. 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 By the campfire, you spy a man. One of the men you remember from back in town. He's lying on the floor, clutching at a wound in his side, gasping. The other warrior and the old Demorphan are not there. Hello? Hello. Okay. I'm still here. They're not there. I... I was what? in pain, had a late Irvin's... cramp, was choosing not to curse where voice was being recorded. Irvin okay. still doesn't know what's going on, truly. So, continue moving. Let's go. Okay, so who's hurt? Um, one of the warriors you met here before, where at the campfire, is badly wounded. He's clutching at a wound in his side. Uh, the other warrior, Jiren, and the old Demorphan, Dion are not here. Uh, we have to go I... and help. We have to find Jaren. Yeah, we have to help this one first and ask where they went. Yes, so he will rush over and kneel down and attempt to assist this. Okay, the man gasps. He's, he says, did you find it? Did you find the way out? I... You're, you're hurt. Just you're, bite down on this. You have to go. Have to fight Dion. Dion. He's in a lot of pain. Yeah, but I got a good roll. I know, I know. I'm um, going to go do some kind of herbalism to... Uh... Help with the pain. I have herbs okay. in my bag, I you guess. start preparing something. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he pulls the thing out. Damn, of... what is it with the shitty-ass rolls? I have no idea, man. That is... It's clearly going to take you a long time to prepare a, a, a barn. What the hell? Um, <laughs> Three, four, five. But the man reaches up and, and wrenches the go. thing from his mouth when, when there's a suitable gap in his treatment. He says, you have to go. You have to find Jiren and and Dion. But Jiren, he stabbed me. He's gone mad. Not possible. He he stabbed. Oh, well. I swear he he took he took the Demorphin out of here. He had a spade. He he was ranting about justice. And and and. I didn't quite catch all of it. I was in too much pain. 
You have to go find the Demorphon. Save him. Let's go. You'll be fine. I draw my sword and start off. Making right. sure that my uh, treatment will see through that he does not die in the next, you know, 20 minutes. He will pick up his sword and go. Okay. Um, you head off out of this chamber uh, through a series of winding passageways in the dark. It's ominous. It's very oppressive. You know you're somewhere forbidden. Eventually you come into a large chamber with a number of, of great vats with ladders up, up the sides. There are pipes leading out of the base of these vats that go across the floor and up the walls and off into some other chamber. Um, you know what I should... Um, as you are heading past one of the vats, Arvin stumbles and falls and cries out. Uh, I reach down and try to help her. You turn immediately and she she's tripped upon a creeper that was trailing down the side of the um, of the vat. I start hacking at the vine. Hack, 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 hack. You hack at it and it falls apart. It does not scream. It does not respond like the giant plant that attacked you before. It appears, it appears We're a bit paranoid. to be safe. You find a passageway off to the left, which leads to a large entrance chamber. As you are heading through the passageway, I roll a d6. Oh yeah, baby. Roll a d6. Liam! As you're heading through a passageway, something falls on your shoulder from the ceiling above. Ah! It wriggles and writhes and you brush it off. And get there it is, a little centipede crawling away from you as fast as its many little legs can carry it. Stomp! Stomp! <laughs> and more stomps on the centipede and crushes it completely. Don't look up! Don't look up! Don't look up! <laughs> Let's there. keep moving. The doorways are there this time and you can leave this place. Don't look up! Don't look up! Don't look up! Jump through the doorway. And I completely forgot that as you were leaving, um, the wounded warrior must have mentioned that uh, that Jiren said he was going to the sanctuary of Gluta. Oh dear. What's the sanctuary of Gluta? I really don't think we want to know, but we need to find him. <laughs> yes. Uh, you can see oh. your map of the valley and you can easily find the location of the sanctuary yes. Luta in relation to here. We, we do know it. Come on, let's go. You head but... into the forest. You can find footprints, tracks, signs of where the old druid was dragged. You know, broken branch, branches, twigs, snapped, leaves scattered. And eventually you come upon a large clearing in the forest where there is a set of standing stones. In the middle of the standing stones are two men who you recognize. One, uh, the old Demorphan Dion, exhausted, uh, collapsed. The other, Jiren the warrior, stands, a bare sword in his hands, still stained with the blood of the warrior from the ruins. However, someone has desecrated this holy shrine. 
someone with a spade has dug up a hole in the middle of the shrine, revealing a trap door. And I need to check what it says here. Um, as you are approaching, you hear um, Jiren raving as he stands with eyes bulging. Your cult is nothing but a lie, Demorphan. Your so-called sanctuary was nothing to do with Gluta. My secret laboratory, which you never discovered, is built just below. And only the fossil flux is responsible for the putrefaction of this zone. Nothing else! He grabs the old Demorphan by the shoulders and drags him towards the hole hiding the trap door. Poor old Dion seems terrified, dumbfounded by what is... by what the possessed Varigal is telling him. He says, There! See for yourself and accept this truth that you rejected 50 years ago when your cult is nothing but an illusion. And poor old Dion, he, he mumbles, Verzal, how is this possible? You died 50 years ago. I saw to it myself. Oh, really? And Jiren says, It is most ironic, old man. By killing me, you let my experiences rot in this laboratory. And they eventually gave birth to monstrous creatures. If you had let me work, I could have cleansed this valley from that brown pestilence and offered Varn's people a better future. And you hear the voice of the old Demorphan raised in protest. It says, Liar! Like your peers, you are only interested in the collection of the flux and its trade without a care for men or nature. If you had never disturbed the earth and looked for your accursed fuel, none of this would have ever happened. What? Um, and we're just watching a cinematic scene. And now um, you are yeah, snuffed because, to interact with them. Yeah, um, loading crossbow. <laughs> Stop it. Getting ready to shoot crossbow. Thud, 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 thud. Okay, would you like to be a little more descriptive there, Wesley? Giant footfalls as he's got the big sword in both hands just no stop um <laughs> as, as as you're dashing forwards old dion looks up he says there you there save me from this madman he is possessed by the ghost of one from no? many years ago we fought long dead a danger to the community can you grab? Is there grappling rolls? Uh, yes. It's rather yeah. simple, but yeah. It... <laughs> yes, I'm. I am going to ask. Uh, Jiren says he lies. This evil man must be slain. He must punish. Be punished for my murder. I'm going to ask. Uh, I will not the rest big... until I see him dead. I'm going to ask the big giant if he could go and uh, grapple both of them and put them in opposite corners tied up so we can go and actually 
reasonably figure out what the fuck's going on. Good, good, confused. Don't know which, who, what. Just, just grab one of them and put them in the corner, and take the other one and put a, and we'll have the other one put into a corner. Dion um, cries out, "No, his lies must not get fruit of a town." I Imagine can't actually find a note. They heard his madness. I this can't find evil a note. spirit must be put to rest. Yeah, evil spirit killed him. Smash evil spirit. You Smash evil, evil spirit. spirit. Don't touch neither of them. I will vanquish whatever is in their souls. Oh, shut up! Jiren says, uh, "No, I... no, you must reveal my discovery." You must tell all the people of Vavanhold. Um, by the way, I'm trying what to discover find... What discovery is that? The experiments I am running on the fossil flux must continue. I actually wanted to... Ch- oh, see? To find the notes that were here a second ago. Down awesome. gone. They're uh, gone. To... You don't have them anymore. No, no, no. I wanted to <laughs> get the name, oh, see? Because I would have remembered the name. Awesome. It was... Burn something. Giantist. Yeah. Because this guy thinks he's Furzal, so. Indeed. Furzal! Actually, actually, uh, the old Demorphon seems to think that he's Furzal now as well. Mm hmm. Okay. Furzal, stay your hand. Says, I will stay my hand so long as. This old wretch is made to suffer the consequences of my murder 50 years ago. So both of these people think they're Verzal. And, uh, no. and one person says, thinks he's Verzal. You cannot believe him. He is possessed by the spirit of a giantist. How is that even possible? You don't believe in uh, spiritual possession. Why not? That is true. I am a demorphan, of course. The spirits of nature are known to... Strange things have happened in that accursed laboratory. We cannot understand them all. However, the one above does Do have a reason for madness. this. Madness? We will go down and find out what is truth. But both of you will be contained. Verzal says, yes. Yes, sorry. Jiren says, yes. Yes. Go down into my secret chamber beneath this sanctuary. There you shall see the truth. There you shall see. And then you will reveal it to all the townsfolk. Eh, we'll get to that point when we get to that point. First off, we need to go and do some fact-checking. As proper scientists, and, and I believe you would agree. You, you, you are, I'm a giantist come to assist this fellow in his madness. No, I'm here, to double che- I'm here to double-check your findings. As a true scientist... You know, peer review. 
you had those back in 50 years ago, didn't you? He stares at you dumbfounded, mostly because he has no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, Moore has a very similar look <laughs> on his face. He's looking at one to the other, from one to the other. He's just... Old Elfion eh, eh. is... Um... You mean you've never had your look, your work, um, checked by another... Uh... Checked by another Magiantist? Jiren turns to you and says, Of course I have. Then you will not object to this. You will see what changes I have wrought. Right. So, anyway, before we even... You guys are going to be split up. And no one's dying. Until after. We do our little fact-checking. Okay? Jiren levels his sword at the elderly Dior and he says, After what he has done, death will be a sweet release. But he should only beg for it, my hands. Drop the weapon. Drop it now. I don't like weapons. Hey, drop it. Drop hey. it. Drop it. Drop it. Drop it. Calm down. Calm down. Yes, hey. he carries one. Hey, shut up. You want to know what will even be better? Having the truth of your findings be proven to him in front of his face. And to only do that, he has to live. Elder Dion, Elder Dion says, no! No! And he, he kind of crawls away a bit on his knees and he, he takes his stone amulet that hangs around his neck in both hands and he begins to mutter to himself as he stop. And concentrates really hard, closing his eyes. More, get him. Yes, more, get him. Get him. Stop up. Wait, you're, you're asking you're asking an Eonfen, who's an apprentice to Morphin, to go and restrain a Demorphin? Damn right. No, we're asking him to go and secure the Demorphin. To keep we're him not restraining him. You know what? Him. We're securing Irvan. him. Irvan respects neither of them. I will go and restrain him. Okay. One uh, uh, Hey, Inorthan, uh, more? Restrain the other guy with the sword. Just a moment. I'll just move you people to this area, because, hey, you know, it seems appropriate. I don't know if any of you have looked at this yet. Now, of course, I'm going to go and check that I have actually made that visible. And everyone's gone really quiet again. Don't tell me the cool's dropped. Mm -mm. No, it's still here. Okay. So, Uravan moves to restrain the elderly Dion. He, he's quite old and feeble and can't put up much resistance. I'll put Jiren over there. I am moving towards Jiren. I can't move my damn token. Anyway. Oh, sorry, you should be able to. Oh, of course you can't, because you're looking at Wesley's screen. <laughs> no, I'm logged in. I just logged in as my typical player login instead of my name because I couldn't remember how okay, to spell it. Okay, you should have control now. I'm going to move this way and try to uh, deal with... He, he levels the sword at you as approach and he says, Back, fool! I have important scientific work to do here! Put the sword down. I'll sneak up behind him and beat him upside the head with my uh, satchel. Right, would you like to make me an appropriate stealth-type check for that? 
Sure. We couldn't just go. I could go and roleplay this out. You could, absolutely. It would happen. All right. But <laughs> someone was also doing something that got interrupted for that. Yeah, sorry. What would you like to do, Wesley, while we're looking up um, sneakiness? Not me. Sherry was the one who was talking. That yeah, sorry. Sentence. Carry on. I didn't realize but what I was going to say was so long. You're not going to hurt me. Now put it down. We will find out the truth in this, but you have to trust me. Mm, he looks at you with a sword tip trembling. Uh, but it begins to lower as you as you can see um, Liam moving around to the side of him. Stealthily hiding from rock to rock. Hey, hey, Michael. Yes. It's empathy based. Uh, do I have any empathy? I hope so, because it can't go lower than a one. <laughs> uh, my empathy is actually a three. My conviction's the only thing that's still crappy. So. Mm-hmm. I sneak from rock to rock. Ha, All right, stay so within the shadows. You, you can sneak up, but it'll take quite a while. Yes, I'm so waiting. I'm just going to put you there for now, okay? Okay, that works. So yes, the sword tip begins to lower, and he says, he says, he must be made to accept the truth. He must make a full confession in town. But he killed me to stop my research. And we shall show them all that it is the, the fossil flux that has been contaminating the land here. And once Not we have his the earth spirit. Once we have the evidence, we can do so. But you have to let us get all of that information first. He says, yes. Yes. Go into the hole in the earth. See my secret chamber. There you will find the truth. There you will find exactly what you deserve. I don't think I deserve anything, but at the moment, thank you. Now, put the sword down. The the tip of the sword lowers to the grass, but he doesn't let go of it. it. It's clear that he doesn't mean any immediate trouble at this point. He's more excited about people traveling down into the secret chamber beneath the um. Beneath the sanctuary. sanctuary. Mm-hmm. Do I have to gag Doran? Doran. Um, do you want to? He's he's still he's increased the strength of his prayers to the to the nature spirits to protect him. Well, if it's just protection and not kill that one, then it's fine. If it's kill that one, I'm going to gag him. Oh, it's nothing like that yet. He's he's more afraid that something really bad is going to happen to him. Yeah. Uh, he... Ian, draw, you know, knocks a, an arrow to his bow and kind of, you know, trains it, you know, moving it from one to the other just to cover them both. Uh, Arvin stands there indecisive, you know, her hand on her sword hilt, but she doesn't want to draw it just yet. Well... The rest of us should go down then. All right, that works. Find so out. Within the 
beneath the trapdoor there is a set of steps leading down into a chamber in the darkness. Let's fight us a demon. There is no such thing as demons. Oh, you called them by something else, uh, fiandas. So we need... Those just are just freaks of nature. Yudian, Moore, Urvan, and Liam. While Arvan and Ian stay up the stairs. So you descend down, down, down into the belly of the earth. Lighting a torch. Lighting a torch. You find a, uh, a a large chamber. There are tables, you know, large stone tables, bits of glassware, bizarre um, equipment, the like of which most of you have not seen before. Uh, large cocoons hang from the walls, their surface glistening and undulating under the movements of something within. Some of the cocoons are empty. Some are very large indeed. There are many insects crawling in this chamber. Um, Some of the walls have crumbled. There, there's loose soil because of the nearby marshy bogland. And there, in a shaft of light coming down through the opening up ahead, is a table in the centre of the chamber upon which is a large amber-coloured crystalline stone which flickers and seems to pulse and vibrate slightly of a strange light it's it's off-putting to look at it makes you feel somewhat nauseous and within it you can see glimpses of a face uh haggard exhausted but screaming and raving with with anger and from up ahead you um what was this one minute we you wanted to bring arvin down with you okay yes yeah, she can come down with you not a problem it's because um as up from up above you you hear the voice of jaron shouting down through the trapdoor above yes fools go go to your doom Destroy them, my minions! And with that, one of the large, um, what do you call it, cocoons, cracks and pulses, and crawling out from it, with a squeal, comes a horribly familiar creature. One that you recall seeing from your nightmares in the laboratory. The giant centipede returns! I'm gonna go this way. And we are into combat. Kill him, Ian! Kill him, Ian! Kill him! So glad I don't remember anything. I'm leaving. (laughs) I'm getting a certain person to go and feed to the centipede. On your turn. Um, Arvin screams as she recognizes the beast that she saw devouring her friends in her nightmare, and it's time to start rolling initiative, people. So D10 plus R. Uh, speed. It, yes. Would anyone like to really, really go first this turn? I do. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I want to get the hell out of there. Bear with me a moment as I look for something. Oh, I will shout one thing. Yeah. Uh, 
something that comes to mind first. Uh, the Dormorphin said that Jaren is being possessed. We yeah. now see something encased like a skull. Um, that's probably it. We need to destroy that, not the person upstairs who is being will-powered over. Okay, that's a rather a, a lengthy concept to get through, but we'll, we'll see how it no, goes. No, no, destroy that. Yeah. But it's more of a, there is a there is an A, B, and a C, but I'm just going to go with C. C, go C. Just, all right. Oh, yeah. um, so it is speed. And I need to roll initiative for Arven, for she is with you folks. Yeah, she's, yes. she's drawn her sword, she's seen this thing, and ready to her shield, and All right, her question. skin is white. What is initiative anymore? Uh, it's D10, D10 plus, plus your speed. Okay, and I'm going faster. I want to go first, so what do I add? Um, what is your um, creativity? Potential. Oh, I uh, my creativity is four. Okay, so you would be adding two to this, but subtracting two from your defense for this round. That's fine. So, let's see. Do, 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 do. Um... Where, 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 where is speed? Ah, fuck it, I'll just go with four. I'll just go with my standard thing. Whatever. Okay, uh, what do we have from people? Wesley, eh. we have a seven for more. Um, for Ildian, we have a 16. Wow. Yeah, right? Um... For Urvan, we have a 15. And for Liam, we have a 13. Okay. So, the, the creature rears up on its many legs and wavers above you before it comes in. Foul, acidic saliva dripping from its mandibles. And I need to... There we go. Hey, Shari, you're first. This thing's big. It's scary. Shoot it. But it's also just recently been hatched. Okay, checking a few things. I have my short sword. Scary thing is, I could optionally use more than one of these here if I wanted to. In fact, I could optionally use none. <laughs> one, is being a GM. One, one is fine. One is fine. One is fine. Well, we're good. Okay. I'm going to run in and stab it. Okay. Wait, stab what? The the crystal that Irvin said, or the giant centipede? Giant centipede. That looks more dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we can always break that when we're not, you know, being threatened by something that'll suck out our souls and our innards. One person can work on breaking that while the everybody else is dealing with the giant city. I think the weakest person should start breaking that. <laughs> yes, there we go. There we go. The weak one can start breaking that. I'm going to attack the damn scene to be. That'll work Everything for me. Else, we will destroy the aggressive one. Uh -huh. Oh, roll 1d10. Yep, and... Add the attack. Ah! Oh, that's not good. Um, 
Oh, wait. Uh, add an extra two because your combativeness is two points higher due to the symptom of mood disorder. So 1d10 plus, plus combativeness? Plus your attack, which would be seven. Plus two for that. It'd be plus nine. <laughs> oh, that is nasty. So you run in and slice at the beast, slashing at its thick, rubbery side. Um, um, let me work this one out again. Okay. Uh, foul Iker spurts from it. And it looks... Yeah, it barely noticed it. You've kind of scratched and it doesn't seem bad, but it kind of makes an insecty sound that I can't describe. And towers above you. Poor Arvan sees this mirroring the exact scene from the nightmare in the um, in the ruins as the thing comes bearing down on you. You know, it's crazy sideways pincer jaws gnashing wickedly. Pray. Trump. <laughs> that hurts. Yeah, I'd say so. Um. Okay, it's not too bad. You only took eight points of damage, which has unfortunately, you're okay. You're only at minus one to all dice rolls now. Uh, it could be a lot worse. Um, Arvan cries out, No, you won't take her again! And charges in to attack. This time, she can help her friends. You see a fury in her eyes that you have not seen in a long time. And now she's probably going to roll a one or something, isn't she? You know, but... Yep. No, I've been rolling the ones. <laughs> well, let's see. Oh my god, it's a critical. Yes. Uh, criticals are nasty, guys. Yeah, we know that. Um, kill it. Let's. I I can't actually remember quite how nasty they are, but I know they're really nasty. Um, oh, an extra five damage. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Wow. Uh, let me do a quick, um, uh, so she runs up and hacks into it at a spot near where, um, where Ildiane's blade struck, and then she twists her blade and wrenches it free, pulling out some of its chitinous covering, and it squeals and rears and thrashes about, but it's still in pretty good shape. Urvan, it's your turn. Urvan will also run in and attack it from its side. Go for it. Do you want that to be aggressively or anything there? or? Yep. My combativeness, I believe, is uh, a little higher. Uh, but conviction uh, went lower. Well, let's have a quick like look that. at that. We can two um no it's the same oh is it i thought i was uh, affected by something okay apparently not at the moment 
but that's okay. Although with that. creativity of five, you'd have a potential of three, so you could up that attack to an eight if you wanted to, at yep. the risk of some defense. That's, we will not survive. This is true. So, <laughs> because there are the other eggs. There are others, yes. you got to be kidding me. There are other cocoons, and... Ah, you run up and hack at it, and I check... Um, your blade scratches against some roots hanging down from, you know, from a bit of soil that's burst in. Like, one of the walls is bulging ominously and there's some roots hanging down. Your blade snags on one of those and doesn't quite strike it. You feel horribly as if this, this Fionder is, is mocking you as one of its many eyes seems to look directly into yours. And Liam, it's your turn. Alright, I'm gonna go to wherever that, uh, skull thing is what the, the big amber colored crystal thing yeah yeah okay you, you dash to that what would you like to do when you get there um can you describe it to me in a little bit more detail it's a amber colored crystal okay. which reflects the light strangely it uh it pulsates and the, the light seems to go across its surface flickering in a sort of you know not very noticeable but just minor in a sort of nauseating if you were to watch it a bit you might get like uh motion whatever sickness you know something like that it, it's that kind of thing like and um there's kind of swirling mist inside it and inside it you can see the face of of an old man, haggard and exhausted, crying out in anger and fury and frustration. He just seems to be constantly screaming silently within this mm. stone. Which means he's trapped in, probably trapped in there. I'll go in. It does not look like any of the elders from town, including the, the old Demorphan you've seen up above. Um, question. Is yep. it, does it look like it's uh, nailed down or anything? Uh, it appears to be in this sort of uh, strange framework thing that's holding it in there. Kind of like, uh, it's hard to tell if that's some metal uh, series of chains holding it in place or or like bits of rock still stuck on it. So let's say it's actually chained down with a number of chains to the thing. Um, uh, not... Chains. Um, let's have another look. No, it doesn't look like chains. I'll take that back. So, no, it, it's not secured in place, but there are some sort of stony growths on it which have not been trimmed away. Such were the, you know, clearly the giantists who discovered this were so eager to study it that they didn't fully chip off away all the stone that it had been in. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's break it. Okay, give it your best shot. I'm going to push it off the table. Do you have a skill called feats? I doubt it, by the way. No, uh, but I do have natural environment. Do you have, do you have a way called combativeness? Yes. Uh, and do you have two. maybe a weapon you could try and smash it with? A short sword. Make a short sword attack! Attack is now four, so... <laughs> <laughs> oh, give it your best shot. Just don't roll another one. You should be fine. 
why do I roll? How hard is it just to go and push something off the table, which looks like it's going to be falling off if I go and put anything like a okay. fulcrum and a wedge make me kind a, of deal? Make eh. me a batterness roll then for that, we'll say. Just, just okay. try to push it. Just to give it a push and then decide. If... Okay, so you give it a push. It it's kind of heavy. It grinds towards the edge of the table, but you haven't quite cleared it yet. It's it's being reluctant in its movements. More. What I could use do? some help over here. This thing's heavy. Just hit it with a sword like this. <laughs> and he disguised by rushing over and hitting the giant centipede. Awesome. He charges the centipede. Do I look like I have muscle? <laughs> I went to college! Work on <laughs> deep stuff! <laughs> Sorry, you were saying? 10. 1d10. <coughs> 10. Plus 10. That's a good roll. Um, Wait. Plus ten. Is Lee? Does oh, it... he's fighting really aggressively? I see. Uh, uh, no, I've got the, the the feet that gives plus two to strength. Uh, oh. That's what I was rolling last time. I believe that's that's already factored into your attacks, but um, that's okay. I, oh. I can work that. That's not a problem. Don't worry. Okay. I don't think it's factored. Um, so he hacks at it and rips off two of the legs with a mighty blow. And it is enraged. New round. Hey, guess what? New round means new initiative. Does anyone really desperately want to go first? Um, nope. Well, actually... We should, but I cannot actually hurt it without... Ah, uh, me and those sevens. You'll notice that for the centipede, I am counting its damage up rather than down. Mm-hmm. Let's hope it rolls a one. Hmm. So I'll roll for Arvin first to maintain the suspense. Da-da-da-da-da. Uh, um... Where are we again? That number there. Okay. Bloody hell. And I'll roll now for the giant centipede. Fail, centipede. Fail, 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 fail. Um. Oh. Okay. Woohoo! Yes! So, what numbers do we have for... I'm gonna... Wait, wait, wait. I'm gonna do it this way. Um... Okay, what do we have for Yildiane? Ten. All right. Um, what do we have for Urvan? Uh, Thirteen, I believe. Okay. Uh, for Liam? Uh, eight. <laughs> okay, and for more? Seven. Again? Wow. Yeah, I know. Um, 
Arvan strikes at it furiously as, You'll not have my friends! And hacks down with her sword, trying to end this thing's miserable existence. How does it get that big? You know what? Doesn't Leem have some kind of geology kit? Yeah. Ugh. Actually, I think I do have a geology uh, kit. Her, her, her mighty strike glance catches it a glancing blow. And it's got so many targets now. Let's see. One person... I do not. Loudly. One is... Uh, two are being very aggressive. Hmm... I haven't gotten my new turn yet. Hey, it's going for more. Arr! Exactly. It's going for the big one. Yeah, he's kind of easier for it to munch on if it doesn't roll rubbish. Big ones are always tastier. Kachomp! Oh! Ow. That hurt! Ow! Hey, hey, you've got some armor. It's okay. You, you've got some, some hides and levers to... Uh, some studded leather armor. And that thick cloak. Uh, you, you only take nine points of damage. Only nine Ow. points of damage? It's only a flesh wound. Which uh, will put you in the okay minus one to dice rolls category. But it puts you one point short of going into the bad minus two category. Of like where it really starts to hurt. It's only a flesh wound. Orvan, uh, it's your turn. Don't we get bonuses because we're ganging up on something? Uh, disturbingly not. Although I'll probably look into that a bit later and see if there is some. Uh, there doesn't seem to be one. Sure in I thought there was. Yeah. Uh, let's go. Look. Let's worry about that later. Yeah. It's just that. I'll go look at it. <sighs> Uh, oh, group combat. Um, yeah. Uh, round is resolved normally in isolated PCs. Has to, has to, um, someone attacking his opponent from behind, a plus two bonus on attack rolls in such a situation. Uh, no ganging up bonus at all. I think I might house rule in a ganging up bonus of plus one or plus two well, something at some point because behind is like very situational. I was going to say, and there's at least Irvine there's a could. flanking kind so, of yeah, sort enjoy, of. Yeah, enjoy a plus two ganging up bonus for now. It's because the centipede is looking at more. Enjoy a plus two ganging up bonus. Okay. Yeah. That's so they're at least uh, diagonal from each other. Yeah. So that would have been a 19 instead of a 17. you got to be kidding me. Ah! He, he swings at it, but it's it's just too erratic. It doesn't fight like a human. You're not used to this kind of bizarre foe. I uh, need a hammer, not a sword. Yeah, you need like a big brick to squash it with. And like Rapna's hammer, I will avenge thee. <laughs> Use the battle chant. <laughs> she stabs at it savagely with her sword. Norak, Torak, Norak, Torak, Norak, Torak. <laughs> and it really doesn't like it. Wow. Really? Okay. Um, one, two, hang on. Um, one, two, three. Okay. Yeah, it really doesn't like it. It's looking in a terrible way. It's got foul insect juice squirting out of it from its many wounds as she draws her blade out 
Liam, what are you going to do with this big crystal? I am going to go and try to tip it over again. Okay, try again. Make it another combativeness roll, because that's you're physically trying to move it. <sighs> yeah! Yes, you heave it off the table and it lands on the floor with a resounding crack. A crack forms upon its surface, but it has not shattered and it yet remains whole. By crap, North Hammer. You came pretty close, though. Um, Geology! Get to... It's your turn. I don't have one. <gasps> oh, that hurt. I hurt you back. Why? <laughs> Retaliation. Plus... <laughs> I only tried to pet you. So this time it is going to be 10 because I have the situational flanking, if you would. Okay. And uh, if Minus one for being in the... You'll notice that this thing has now taken more damage than any human being could reasonably take. Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) Oh my glorp. He swings, but it's weak. It's way... (coughs) Due to its... Due to its wounded condition, it's not st- it's not maintaining as uh, predictable a, a fighting pattern as so he, he just catches it a glancing blow because it didn't duck so much as just collapse under it really. And new round, new initiative. Hey, I Max! Roll for the centipede. I go before the centipede. And I will roll for. Arbet. Ooh, fun. I go before the centipede. Okay, is for anyone who hasn't rolled yet. Yes. Alex. Alex. Sorry. Forgot to Carl. mute. Oh, shit. Saw the time. Sorry. Whew. Yeah, it's one in the morning. You know. Uh, it's 5.49 for Alex and me. It's only midnight. Uh, it's quite that late, but then we do have quite a late start these nights at the moment. Um, Sorry, I was typing. Forgot to mute. Initiative roll <laughs> for us. Again? Yeah, new round, new, new initiative. Round. Oh, right. round. It's not static. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, for... ah! We're so dead. Um, what Even if it rolls a one. By the way, I go before it. Yeah, what did you get for initiative? 14. I didn't. Okay. Isn't me or is the girls going faster? Raph. 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 Oh, gee. Hey, hey, Raph. Raph. I got an eight. Yeah. Uh, Dane, it's your turn. This horror of the, of the nightmares is having become flesh. Is it's it's crawling, it's skittering. Some of its legs are thrashing about separately on the floor where they've been hacked off it. It is wounded, but it's still there and very very hostile. And it's your turn. What are you going to do? Slash at it again. Ah! She brings her sword down in a perfect arc and strikes the floor beside it as it sways aside. Uh, Seeing it sway aside, Arvin goes, Oh no, you don't! And hacks at it brutally as best she can. 
Oh my god! <laughs> Another critical. Oh, she's a killer. She's a of killer. Okay, that puts it on He's 41 damage taken. Um, that is the amount of damage that would take like 10 humans. Um, you know, she she hacks it as it, as it sways aside from Ildiane's blow and attempting to scurry away. She hacks her sword down into the middle of its head and brings it down again and again. She's going, ah, 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 no, you don't hurt my friends ever again. And the thing just thrashes and, and, and eventually lies still. Arvin. Dead. Uh, stab the other eggs and destroy that thing. I was going to. Oh, say hey, that... good point. I should have been making or mental fatigue. resistance rolls for everyone for seeing that, but um, a bit late now. That that fourteen is going to be to hit the statue thingy. Yes. So, more advances and brings his sword down upon the crystal, and it shatters into. I did the work. Countless pieces. As uh, as it does so, you see the you face within it open its mouth in a wide scream as it disappears and in a, like a foul smoke that drifts up from it and is gone. What the hell? I sanctify this place as we're going to burn it all. From up above, you hear Ian cry out a warning. He's like, ah! Huh? I pocket one of the a piece of that. I'm rushing Stop. upstairs, rushing up, rushing up. Okay. I grab a piece of the uh, whatever the hell that thing is. Don't you dare do that! What he's gonna like, stuff it away for future study. Yes. <laughs> they won't see me because they're distracted. So um, giant centipede in the way. Urban <laughs> moves to to argue with Liam. Uh, I'll just hold those two down here for a minute. Whereas... You know, I was going to spread fire around. Okay, well, um, while you do Are that... you an idiot? It's fossil flux! It explodes! <laughs> well well are... then, we better run! Uh, You're a dipshit! <laughs> while you do that... We will die! Oh, a moment. I just said to... Oh, damn, that was a mistake. Um, clicked the wrong thing. So, up above, in the sanctuary, um, more urban and Dildien find the situation has changed. The Elder Dion kneels, clutching his stone talisman defensively, and three undescribable creatures stand around him. Uh, Ian the Archer stands there, an arrow knocked to his bow, quivering, uncertain how to react. These creatures are made up of twigs and vines and, and creepers, branches, stones, mud from the swamps and yet they seem to bear some semblance of humanity uh jaron the varigal has collapsed to his knees his sword has fallen from his hand one hand is on his head as as he's trying to clear it and recover his senses he seems very confused and stunned and the the strange earth creatures stand round dion they have not yet attacked anyone but they look very threatening I 
Okay. Um, seeing as Liam has basically told me that this place will explode if I light a match, I'm going to trail oil up the stairs. Mm-hmm. Not That's knowing that he's doing that, yes, I'm going to see the like evil spirits. Seeing the evil spirits, I'm rushing in. That's why I've already got an initiative roll. Okay. Uh, what would anyone else like to do? Shove them down the hole! I'm grabbing a piece of whatever that rock was. Not uh, okay. whatever the uh, thing that this was in case the face was encased in to for oh, further study. He's busy pouring oil, so he's probably not going to pay attention. No, no, I, to... I'm going up the stairs with oil. I basically when you when Liam basically said if you like burn everything it'll explode. I said, then you better run. And I started moving. I grab a piece and I start ru- start, start really running. That's all right. Of- you two are downstairs. I'm, I'm Actually, before I start running, what? do I see anything else that's interesting, like papers or... Um, it looks like another one of those um, giant centipede cocoons is about to hatch. But it seems to... It was pulsating and vibrating and writhing, but it seems to be slowing down and settling. Somehow. Ahem. Giant centipede. We... You better run. <laughs> After grabbing a p- chunk of that thing, I'm running. So, okay, you grab a chunk. You two, you two will be behind a bit. Uh, Shari, what are you doing up here? going to try to shove one of those bastards down the hole. Okay, so you're rushing towards one to try and grab it and shove it down the hall. Moore is advancing on him furiously with his sword. <coughs> um, I will swing on it if I have to. But... Time to go! Time to go! Time to go! As... Uh, as he rushes with his sword, the creature nearest him extends an arm and holds up a hand as if motioning for him to stop. At least you think that's a hand. And I'll give her an initiative value as well. Okay. And we might as well roll initiative for Arvin as well. Because it looks like she thinks you guys are in trouble here and are going to need protecting. Which means I have to roll a whole lot of new initiative numbers. While you're doing that, I'm going to take the little guy and lay him in bed. So, I will be back in a few. Okay. Oh, wow. This will be interesting, then. Okay. Um, I'm going to put... These two on one temporarily because they're a bit away. Um, Okay. So I'm probably out of this for at least 
occurred. At least a round or two, yeah. Oh, shit. You know what? I should roll initiative for Ian, shouldn't I? Yes. Um, his is probably quite scarily high. Oh, wow. Really? Did you roll a one? No, his initiative is lower than I thought it would be. That's all. Yeah, I only got a ten. Okay, I'm going to wait till everyone gets back here. Well, till I know everyone's back, and then we'll um, be ready to proceed. Yep, she's taking the little one up now. Okay, is she putting him to bed or something? Yep. Uh, shall I suggest we take a few minutes short break then? Shouldn't take long. She's just going up to literally put him in the bed and come back down. Yeah, mm -hmm. but my throat's rather dry and feeling a bit sore, so I'm going to go get a drink back in a no. minute. No, <laughs> no, no water for you. No, no. So I'll be back no. soon then. That's, you do. You're going to come back to something you're not going to like. <laughs> That's a promise. I don't make threats. Dun dun dun. Dun dun dun. Dun dun dun. Dun 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 dun. Get the... As Irvan throws a storm lantern behind him. That's expensive. Are you sure you want to throw it? Or I could flint and steal it for like a round... And maybe that thing hatches and comes out after us. By all means, go ahead. It'll explode. <laughs> Let me double check his his outfit, uh, his stuff. Let me see. Two doses of oil. Uh, traveling gear or gourd. Now I could just strike my sword against something, actually. Like. Sword against shield, that should create a spark enough to spark oil. Okay. <laughs> Is um, everyone else ready? Sherry has not returned yet. Okay. Ready to go to bed. Uh, trust me, you guys are so near to finishing this at the moment, it's unbelievable. I honestly thought we would have stopped um, you know, just when you'd found the documents. But I was kind of looking at it going, wait, we've only been playing for like three quarters of an hour, an hour. 
we can play a little longer. And now it's like, well, damn, you guys have nearly finished the entire thing. So I'm, I'm kind of thinking might as well push for the extra few minutes and, and round it up before um, before bedtime, if that makes sense. Yeah. So uh, how did people Dude. like the fight with the giant centipede then? It hurt me. It hurt me bad. Yeah, it's nasty, isn't it? Eh, that's an understatement. Is it? It's it? Oh no! A wild sherry has appeared! Hooray! No, Pikachu! I choose you! Run Pikachu! Away! <laughs> Wait, this is an order of a stick. Nuzzle is not very effective. Pikachu, use char! Not working. Uh oh. Uh oh. What's happened? Aegislash, use full swipe! Echo. A little, yeah. So, um,. <clears throat> as you, as you charge in towards the creatures, they close in defensively around the old Dimorphon, but do not immediately strike. He opens his eyes and lowers his talisman, and he says, "Wait, wait! This is not the way it was meant to be." And one of the creatures steps over to him and places a large earthen hand upon his shoulder. <coughs> we'll have a time to go and re that crazy religious nut job is trying to kill us all! Kill everything. He's planning on blowing this place up. We gotta get out of here. He says, listen, my time is not long now. Don't light the damn thing. Got a monologue. Go. I must. I must beg of you. The people of town must not know. But this vile magiantist has corrupted our sanctuary. Wait, so did you summon these things? I did. To defend me, it was Verzel. He, he picked up the sword once more and was threatening me. I was, I feared for my life. You, this, these evil spirits, you? These spirits of the woodland. They have come, and now they will not go without a price. Mm. They are aware of my crime. They can feel my sin. You kill them. They will take me into the forest, and I will be seen no more. I must beg of you, do not tell the town from a giantess storing his fossil flux beneath our sanctuary of Gluta. Do not tell them of his experiments. I do not care if you tell them of my crime many years ago. After all those years of living with the guilt. I was young then. I was young and foolish. And a second one of the creatures 
steps over and places another hand on his shoulder, on the other shoulder. Please, I ask of you that. That's all I ask. Just do the decent thing. Don't let my giants corrupt our, our ways here. The third one moves in, and together they lift him up between them into their arms. No, 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 and no! the way they're holding him really doesn't look very comfortable. They're not about to leave just yet. They're hesitating. <coughs> Another way. I, I, I can, I, I can, I can chop him. I can stop him. He looks at you and he sighs and he says, "My boy, violence is not always the only way. It's a large part of what has created this problem in the first place." Oh. No, but the, the violence is just... It's, but how... You can't go! I, I am need you! I am certain that one of my friends will replace me. I trust they will look over this town and see that Varnhold survives. Mm -hmm. And thrives well. Would you like us to pass on your stones? I would, indeed. He reaches down to a pouch at his belt, and the creatures shift their grip on him to allow him to do so. And then he reaches up and removes the, the amulet from around his neck, and he offers these out to Moore. He says, here, boy, take these back to town. Give them to a young woman by the name of Morwenna. She will know what to do with them. Morwenna? Indeed. We'll see to it. Any other requests? Yes. Poor Jaron. He looks at him there on the far side of the set of standing stones as the, the Varagul, you know, just is like collapsed. He says, he should not be held responsible for what he did when he was in the grips of the foul spirit. He was not in control of his actions. I will go over and check on Jaren. He's he's rather shocked. He's you know he's he's just recovering his senses. He's he's rather dazed and exhausted. Well, <laughs> to stop anything from possibly happening, if the sword is anywhere near, I remove it from grasping range. <laughs> okay, you you pick mm -hmm. up the sword and toss it away. Uh, after a little longer, the free earth earth creatures pick up Dion and carry him away into the woods and they disappear from sight and after a few more heartbeats have passed 
you hear a terrible cracking and grinding and wrenching sound. And you suspect that none shall see Elder Dion in this life again. Eventually you, t you return to the Varnhold. Um, how will you break the news to the townsfolk? What will you tell them? <clears throat> the truth. Yeah. And all this problems, all these problems came from covering up lies, or the truth and giving lies. This is a very moral of the story kind of adventure. It is and it isn't. It's um. They had their reasons. A However, lot, a lot of that last it, scene was framed by your actions and things leading up to it. It could have gone in very different directions. Mm -hmm. But it is literally just. Um, this is a a moral dilemma. <laughs> what do you tell the people of Varnhold? So you're going to tell them that the Demorphan killed from a giantist 50 years ago and blamed it on the warriors of the temple. Mm-hmm. Yep. Are you going to tell them that the, um, the giantist was digging up the fossil flux in the area? And, well, they know that he was digging in the area and doing something. Are you going to tell them that that might have affected the land in some way? Um, I will withhold. That we don't have the information to actually tell. It is mean? not. I don't know. True. Well, we do have the. Uh, well, we do have it. We do have that information, but the thing is, is that we don't have. In my opinion, we don't have extensive enough information to go and assert what exactly is... he was doing. We it know that he was digging, we with... know that there was fossil flux, we don't know what he was doing with the fossil flux. And he was attempting to make some kind of creatures. We faced them, the large centipedes. Yeah, he were, making... No, he wasn't creating them. He was trying to go and... From the, the small, as I said, the small amount of research we had, he was trying to get rid of the uh, brown plague. So once the, more, though, he was the using... Brown tainted the, the, earth. the brown tainted earth. The brown tainted Which the local demorphan has always claimed was the influence of an earth spirit called Gluta mm. and has worshipped Gluta at the sanctuary. For yeah, which is the part where he doesn't want us to explain. No, wait, wait, wait. If we know that and the Magiantist was uh, <sighs> trying to cure it, yeah? Yeah. But, the but he was going about it in a wrong way. So it was all of this understanding. Magiants isn't an evil party. It's just that lies were and information and you... suspicion. Yeah. So what will you tell the townsfolk? Everything. Yeah. Uh, oh, everything would not be a good idea. Oh no, it probably wouldn't. But they deserve to know the truth. Well, we would they deserve ask... to know that. No. They deserve if... to know that they're Demirthan. The reason why all this has happened is because of what happened 50 years ago. That they do deserve to know. I believe the, that at least the elders should be told everything. 
and they decide. Then if we're going to do that, I suggest we go and wait for them to pick a new uh, Demarthen too. And we'll tell Demarthen the story so that they will gain some wisdom out of it. Yes. Okay, and so um, you find the young woman Morwenna and she accepts that she has been chosen to be the next Demarthen. When she hears your version of the story, she does not take it well. She's angry and she, she blames you for the death of Elder Dion and says he could have been saved. You shouldn't have I gone tried. and ruined everything like that. And he and she, she just won't take it. She might calm down in a few days, but but even so, for the next few years, she's unlikely to think well of any of you. The Doesn't elders matter. take the news better, but suggest it should not be told to any of the townsfolk. Um, over the next few days, you learn that Morwenna has at least been keeping it secret to herself and not spreading wicked rumours about you people. Mm-hmm. Uh, is, later on, the truth. We have... uh, you, you also observe that the central islet in the middle of the loch does not exist. But it the, was there. The formula that was on the scrap of paper doesn't correspond to anything. It's not a scientific formula. Not anymore. When you go to the place where the documents were buried, according to the map you'd found in the dream based on that formula, you find a mass grave with the rotting bodies of the giantists who were murdered. Uh, when you go to St. Nileen's Chapel, there is no secret passage and no secret chamber. The documents you found there do not exist, but the information within them had been relayed to Urvan by Jaber, the priest he has been accompanying, when they arrived there and spoke about the place. Who's Jaber? Jaber is the priest you have been escorting. Yes. Um, Was it possible that the... uh, There's there's one detail. Uh, (coughs) And I, I have... Sorry, go for it, yeah. Alright, um, is it possible that the Varzel was trying to become free? It and this is... is why it all happened? Yeah. Yeah, sorry, uh, now, now... <laughs> now, Alex, you can remember that you've been escorting Jaber. It's just in the nightmare dream sequence you couldn't acknowledge his presence or recognize him. Yeah. Um, after after a few days have passed, Morwenna asks to speak to you all. Mm-hmm. And she says, but what, from what she can understand, over the years in the giantist laboratory, the spirit of Verzal went mad. Um, the fumes in the the laboratory combined with his evil, you know, his anger in his memories allowed him to force you all into a twisted version of events that you had already encountered uh, that you then experienced out of sequence so that he could show you his own version of events and try and force certain facts to come to light to reveal the truth about his murder. Sounds about right. Um, 
after a few days of being treated, the other town is grateful to you all, but doesn't exactly treat you all like heroes. After almost a week, you head back to Melwan in the nearby village. Um, I have one more sentence here, uh, which is... Uh, oh, sorry, it's two more sentences. As for the true nature of the brown earth phenomenon, of Gluta's cult, or the effects of fossil flux, the truth lies elsewhere, and the PCs may discover it during the official campaign, which will be published in a later book, which is coming out sometime next year, I hope. Um, and there we have it. I hope everyone's enjoyed the scenario. I was thinking it might play out to another session or two. Uh, but hey. We probably would have went to a different ending if we started up a diff started up another session. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we probably would have just went and knocked out the Jaron and ignored what was downstairs. And... Uh, it, it's actually kind of funny. If you do that, the spirit starts trying to possess you. Just picking people at random. Oh my. If its host is defeated, it just moves on to the next body it can get. Explosions saves mm. everyone. <laughs> it, it's true. So, um, it trying to and... kill us all. No, so I will uh, I will take and... some time to now to read the next scenario and get it ready for some point in the future, not immediately next week or anything. You know, we'll take a, take some time, yeah. take a break, because this was obviously like a one-off. Um, I enjoyed it. I like how rules like the system is. I think there's some bits of the system that I'm just not used to enough yet, so I need more experience um... with it. Like knowing also, which skills are related to what. Mm -hmm. Also, the um, the actual handouts are not intuitive. They, no, they are not. Yeah. Uh, they if are... we writ if we wrote them out ourselves, we would probably know what all the numbers mean and if there were a di like this added with this because it doesn't actually specifically say, and we keep getting confused if it is or not. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to, when I run this, I'm going to write myself a few notes, like um, Act 3, Scene 1, remove all player handouts, all written player handouts, apart from the cat letter from the captain, um, the map, and one other one, I think, because it doesn't say that, it doesn't say to remove them, it's just at the end of the scenario, it says, if they go to try and find these documents again, they'll find they don't exist, and it's like, oh, wait a minute, what? But you never said to take them away, you know. So I've written myself out a little cheat sheet for running this scenario. I must say it's quite confusing because there's three different timelines I have to bear in mind whilst running this scenario. Yeah, yeah that's quite confusing as hell. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? Curiosity. Yeah. What were the no, other possible work endings? Altogether. Um, you could have sided with the giantist. You could have sided with the um, with Demorphan. In the end... By, by going down into the laboratory with the giant centipedes in it, the giantist decided to take advantage and sacrifice <laughs> you to one of his giant centipedes. Yeah. And yes, that, that is plural. I'm allowed to... But it's optional to use more than one. Um, um, yeah. By the way, you know. how did he control those things? Who? Because it wasn't the giants that was controlling the centipedes. Ha, it was, he was the controlling angry them. ghost spirit controlling them. Yeah, ah. but yeah. Um, overall, like, oh. blowing that place up would have mm. solved everything, and it did. Yeah. 
Because no one would be able to find any evidence of anything. Um, so, just out of interest, um, the way they do the scenarios when they present them is actually really nice, okay? Um, they're very modular, even if this one was very linear as well. So, throughout a scenario, you'll see little side boxes um, containing uh, symbols, all right? Uh, if there's a blood drop, it's for gore. If there's a heartbeat pulse, it's for suspense. If there's a a weird white thing on a blue background, it's psychology. And if there's like a kind of grey mist, it's supernatural. So the, the GM can immediately go, okay, I'm running this as a supernatural game, so I'll just use those elements. Or I'm using this as a suspense game, so I'll look out for those and just not use any of the others. Okay. Uh, they also have a, uh, a film clapperboard for like bits of um, atmospheric advice, things to stress when describing a scene. They have a little triskel, you know, the little three-legged thing, mm -hmm. a Celtic symbol for important key points that should not be overlooked and are good for if you're just skimming from a bit, just to, like, ah, there's the keynotes I need. And then they yeah. have a musical note for suggested musical soundtracks to highlight scenes. So basically for this one, I used everything apart from the um, music. The music. I was I was going. Let's use all the options. Just throw it all in there. Then see what we like. See what we don't like. You know. Mm -hmm. nice. uh, the only yeah. thing I didn't use was a fight with the giant centipede in the ruins the first time round. Because I think you guys would have all got completely moshed by that. Yeah, we were all already really hurt. Yeah. Hey, uh, Raf. Mm -hmm. For the for for that one thing of uh, you killed me. Yeah. Did I actually explain myself uh, well enough to not have to suffer the one roll? Uh, no. That, that's not how the system works there. Um, when it comes to the, um, uh, the trauma checks, if uh, you were kind of trying to wiggle your way out of it a bit, which is fair enough. Yeah, I, I kind of took your point. But... Um, why should I care about some guy who fell on his crossbow when uh... the trauma wasn't that? It was the the seeing him dead and being horrified by it. By it, um, that was a difficulty. He seven. aimed the crossbow at me. How that... should I feel sad about him dying? Hey, your brother tried to shoot you with a crossbow. That's traumatic enough. But um, it was a difficulty seventeen uh, mental resistance roll. And when it gets that high, it's like three points if you fail, one if you succeed, which is mm. pretty harsh. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to carry over insanity for people to the next scenario unless they really want me to, because with time, they'll kind of recover and be more cheery and mentally healthy individuals. Once oh, again. I'm elated anyway. I'm happy and cheery and uh, like, I want to build the flying machine. And uh, so, yeah, I, I reckon... Did people did people enjoy this enough to want to play it again? Um, yeah. Not this particular adventure. I would no, not, not this scenario. I'm talking, you know, uh, just the the setting in general. I'm I will say that system. I was kind of I was extremely disappointed that they went the supernatural route of ghost. It would I think it would have been a lot better to uh, try and hide. In all honesty, to go and hide the um, the more magical elements of the of okay. the system. Um, the ghost is not optional. 
the creatures summoned by the druid and the giant insects are all optional. Um, mm -hmm. Essentially, without the ghost, the entire second act of the adventure would not happen. Um, it Originally in the ruins, the, the moment the scenario began was when the ghost grabbed you all and went, when you'd completely lost your memories, when the ghost grabbed you all and, went and forced you to play its version of events, which okay. lasted right up until near the end when you were back in the ruins again, facing reality, and this time you were all in control. Uh, and that, that is why the earlier portions of the adventure were so linear, was because the ghost was railroading you through its version of events to force you to see its side of the story and to give you a very biased viewpoint. Right. Um, there was one... Yep. I'm just going to say that it's like, if it wasn't because of all that railroadiness, it you could have... scenario. I was actually going to go and say was that you could have it that this was a descendant that's trying to get vengeance upon the guy, uh, so on and mm. so forth, or someone who wouldn't... Someone who has a vendetta against the uh, Demorthan because of some of uh, either familial ties or... You know what? I think I want to get you to join in when I eventually uh, coerce enough players to play a um, Cursed Empire scenario. Because they play a bit like that with, with really, you know, really nasty... Um, what do you call it? Motivations for characters and stuff going on in the background. Yes, I'm. That's just the way I feel about the this adventure. Is like it could have been, if it wasn't for the railroadiness and uh, actually, if you go and edit a edit the railroadiness and you wouldn't use a, this is someone who is a descendant of the of the giantist. You could uh, well maybe he was have that the evidence. Like maybe I'll include that as a around. future twist. It's like the the reason he was possessed first is that he's a blood relative, you know. Yeah, is that the blood relative went and did all the information for you, so on and so forth, and that would take a lot of dodgy setting up. But I, I can see how it could be played that way, but it would be a lot of effort. Um, so I haven't actually read any of the other scenarios yet i fully intend to uh hopefully you can see why the linearity of this one put me off reading the others for a while yeah because they were written by the same guy and i was like i hope they're not as restrictive as this one but i, I looked through them and the the third one i saw a consequence of failure for like if the players completely fail to find this location then this you know it was like I'm glad that's a more open-minded one. So I'm hoping the other two will be more open-minded and the one from the second book will be pretty cool as well, I think. Yeah. I was going to say, well, I, I really enjoy the system. There's a... We're all learning it, ST and mm. players. So may, well, yeah. I know uh, this was a little railroady, maybe a little bit of... I, I'm not saying there wasn't, but we can work on some... Um, understanding the rules or uh, grasping or having some wiggle room on some of the things it's like you know um we don't know right now so let's do this mm. but uh we're gonna look this up later and then make a set I, call that, I something have like a, that i have a slight issue with like uh that bit with the puzzle at the village right where uh, you could uh, I save the server or just shut it down yeah shut the server it's fine yeah um 
so um, the way the uh, the puzzle in the village worked, where you could like row out into the boat and um, d- you know discover the secret map in the island that oh, doesn't exist, go, go off into things. the woods and dig up stuff. I'm Sorry, crashing. So, okay, I'm crashing. So, no, okay, no. buddy. Um, right. I was going to say that is that's a nice thing, but there's no consequence of failure to decipher the stuff or oh, to fail. Yeah. Okay, see you, mate, mate. Talk to you later. Uh, my point is there that if you fail to decipher the, the uh, puzzle, or if you fail to find the location, of, there's even a, a role in the woods to find the location of the secret treasure box, you know. The thing is, you can't progress to the next scene until you've found that box with those handouts in, and yet there's, if there's no possibility of failing the dice rolls, why have them there in the first place? Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, so that, if you if that, you're gonna fail, especially on something like that, where if you fail, I mean, if you did that wrong, you basically just trashed that paper. You know, yes, mm. this you did it right and you got the and, mixtures and everything to reveal it, but if you did it wrong, that paper could have uh, turned into mush or burst into about flames. About half of this adventure is things like that, where the, and it's like, it does feel like bad adventure writing, but then in a way, it's like. No, you know what? Actually, the ghost is forcing you to go through these experiences, and it won't let you go until you've completed the step it wants you to. So I can kind of see that as being the reasoning behind it being so linear in those places. But um, I was going to say, this scenario actually reminded me of a uh, TV episode of a show I just saw. Yeah? Um, it, it's, it's an anime, but this character has this <laughs> ability where... He traps someone in a continuous loop, if you would, it, okay. using you know a mental ability to where the only way they can escape is to acknowledge their failures that they're trying to be made through. Uh, if you don't, you just continue in this. Well, it's never actually – it's not like a skipping record where it's always the same thing. Hmm. There's always these certain occurrences that keep happening, like mm-hmm. these a, a butterfly flew in front of you or a drop of water. While that drop of water doesn't always happen at the exact same place, it always happens. So it's like you're continuing in this loop that just continues to go around until it's like, ah, okay, it makes sense now. (coughs) Okay, well, I think that's possibly a good place to leave it um, Mm -hmm. because I want to stop recording in case it gets too long and corrupts or something. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. I didn't know you were still recording. Yeah, Gustav. so um, let's all say bye-bye for now, and we'll record Esteran again at some point in the future. Ta-ta! Ta-ta. You have been listening to The Happy Rocks playing Shadows of Esteran by the Forge Song Collective. The file is kindly hosted at www.rpgmp3.com where literally thousands of hours of role-playing audio can be found. If you would like to find out more about Shadows of Esteran, you may do so at www.esteran.org. Music from the album Shadows of Esteran of Men and Obscurities has been used with permission of the Esteran team.